When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Shop weekly sales and get personalized coupons to get the most value out of every trip, every time, whether you shop in-store or online. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello, welcome to Let's Talk About It with Taylor Nolan. I am your host, and today's episode is really um, impromptu. Um, This morning, actually, as I was waking up, I was checking some DMs, because sometimes you guys send me DMs about the pod and um, what you guys are liking, and I came across one that had to do with Morgan, who was on an episode a while back, and so I want to read this message to you guys, um, and also would love whoever I'll actually respond to this message and ask, you know, I think this would be wonderful to have in a iTunes review as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so this message said, girl, I have one thing to say. You were so inspirational. I gave your podcast a listen for the very first time this morning and it was so moving and life-changing. Cliche, I know. I started with the episode with Morgan and loved every second of it that I actually listened to it a second time and later actually messaged Morgan to tell her how amazing she is and how changing she was. I'm in a little bit of what I like to call an emotional rut right now, feeling every single thing that Morgan talks about, bitterness, fear of abandonment, anger, etc. And the two of you made it seem so normal and made me believe it was okay to feel these feelings. I always got told when I opened up, it's just a state of mind, you just need to think differently. When in reality, it was never that easy. I was the only kid seeing social workers when I was in elementary school. So starting off, I always felt different. And... I always saw that as such a negative thing since no one else was struggling mentally like I was. I could never find anyone that understood or felt the way I did until this morning. And it felt so uplifting. Um, And then she goes on to to compliment uh, the podcast. But the fact that this all kind of started off with the first episode being Morgan's episode and knowing I was going to see Morgan today, um, coming into WeWork to get some work done, uh, we started talking and then was like, wow, okay, hold on. I think we need to, I think we need to record. I think I need to have you on another episode. So thank you, Morgan, for agreeing to impromptu record this. Happy. (laughs) Happy to do it. Yeah. So in the last episode, you shared a lot. The episode was moving through the darkness um, where you shared about some really like dark things that you had been through and um, a lot of talk about bitterness and just kind of like the change that your life has taken. Um, And I want to get to a little bit of the topic that we were talking about earlier, which had to do with protecting ourselves, Mm -hmm. but maybe like a quick little update of like how that episode went for you. If it's, you know, how that's impacted things and kind of like where you're at now a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. It was like so moving because I ended up getting a lot of people who like DM'd Mm -hmm. me and it was like, so humbling. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I was in tears at a lot of different points because it was just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like stuff that I've worked through. And so I, I feel like I'm at like such a good level headed spot, but I just, it's like so real that there are people there right now mm-hmm. that are like actually inside of that. And so, um, gosh, it just like the, the notion of constantly lifting other people up and having people lift me up and like kind of that recognition of like life is just this giant process mm-hmm. and like this beautiful I don't know journey and it it's hard and it's messy but at the same time it doesn't have to be so lonely and I feel like that's mm-hmm. what really helps us get through these things and like again that's why I like love what you do because I love mm-hmm. that we 
that you and that we can have these conversations, mm-hmm. but you on a larger scale can like share these conversations and normalize them mm-hmm. for so many people um, and make them feel like they're not alone, like they're not crazy. Because yeah. I think it's so easy to feel like I'm a crazy person right now, mm-hmm. like thinking these terrible things or like for feeling these feelings. And I don't know, I just, it was so humbling to get all the feedback from like so many people just being like thank you for sharing like you made me feel better about Mm -hmm. like where I'm at and I'm like oh my gosh I will I stand behind you (laughs) You yeah so it's and it it allowed too for you to kind of reach like this more vulnerable place in your life where you were also sharing with friends and family and exes and you know really opening yourself up to connect with these other people in a way that you hadn't before Yeah. And especially because like, I don't necessarily feel like I share my story with just like everyone. I feel Mm -hmm. like some of my friends, like in my like faith filled circles, Mm -hmm. like definitely know my story more so, but like definitely not everybody. A lot of people don't know like why I ended up choosing to go down the path that I went down. Mm -hmm. And so it was a really cool way for me to like share my story and almost Mm -hmm. in a better way, in in an odd sense, for some people, because I feel like it allowed them time to like hear my story and process mm-hmm. it and then come to me with questions, yeah, which was really interesting. Yeah. So. And I mean, that kind of gets me thinking too for like people who perhaps want to like have that experience too, but don't necessarily have the opportunity to like come on a podcast yeah. and talk about it. Um, I think like, you know, even just maybe like writing a letter that then like you can give to a family member or yes. a friend or someone, or um, maybe it is a voice recording that you make of yourself, you know, talking through something that you've been through that you want to share with someone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting to, Isn't that to so think about. <laughs> well, and that's why I'm such a huge fan of like emails. And like, I'm so old school. Yeah. Like I'm 30, I know, but at the same time, <laughs> it's like... I'm just like, it's just such a nice way to like actually put everything out there. And so, because I do think people need time to process things and I think we can so easily get offended by people's instant reactions, True, but it's not fair. Like I can't, like you get time to process it. Like I had all the time in the world to Mm -hmm. process my journey and my experience, but other people who know and love me still aren't going to understand right off the bat. And that's normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that is so normal. So true. And I think sometimes we put a lot of weight on people's reactions when we do open up to them. Yeah. Like their immediate reaction, I feel like we're kind of waiting at the at the jump to see what mm-hmm. their reaction is and to react back to it. Yeah. So I think allowing a little bit of that space, which like for me sometimes is a little bit hard because I'm always someone that's like, let's yeah. talk about everything in the moment. Let's, you know, yeah. work through it all right now. Um, we're but, both verbal processors. Yeah. But I think that allowing that allowing some space in between Mm -hmm. for processing can be super helpful um well even one of my parents Mm -hmm. was that same way um they definitely like they're not verbal processors Mm -hmm. and so to hear me be so verbal about everything I think it definitely took them back for Mm -hmm. a second and not that they weren't proud of me and not that they didn't feel like joy for me, um, which I felt at a later date because I too started to judge them instantly because of their instant reaction. Um, but to then talk about the podcast more with them later Mm -hmm. and have follow-up conversations, like Mm -hmm. that's when I feel like we actually were able to get to the true heart of like their thoughts on all of that. And so even allowing them time to Mm -hmm. soak in like what I said and what I experienced. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Wild. 
What a so life, wild. right? Um, <laughs> what a life. <laughs> yeah. And I want to get a little bit to what we were talking about uh, mm-hmm. before we decided we needed to start recording this to share with people. <laughs> Taylor goes, Morgan, uh, stop. We need to get out the microphones right now. We didn't even have like headphones. Like we were not prepared. We went and grabbed some like random guy. We're like, hey, are you using those headphones? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, I need to check the sound quality. Can I use your headphones? Um, but you yeah. know, I'm... In all, in in the moment of getting all of this even together to do this, like, mm. makes me feel very, very thankful that like that I get to share this with people and yeah. and knowing that it's helping other people and um, to me it's just like yeah, this is a conversation we should all be having. Mm-hmm. Um, and so ours specifically was talking kind of about like dating mm-hmm. and uh, protecting ourselves. Yeah, what a <sighs> Which, Such a hard topic. Yeah, it's you were sharing a little bit about, um, and again, like if there's things you don't want to share, like no, don't have to go there. Um, but in experiencing this like different level of dating for mm-hmm. you now, now that you um, are in this world of faith and have some different yeah. values or beliefs that maybe you had before mm-hmm. in dating, um, and trying to navigate like protecting yourself, but also being open, mm-hmm. like to being vulnerable. I mean, um, hopeful, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And so I made a comment that, um, I think oftentimes protecting ourselves is mistaken for closing ourselves off. Right. That to, in order to protect yourself, that means withdrawing right. and pulling back. Um, but I think that I think I think those are two totally separate things. I right. think you can still protect yourself and still be moving forward in a way that is vulnerable and open. Yeah. And for those of you who are like are wanting a little context, it's mm-hmm. so I have not dated in like a very long time. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm like I'm not that I would qualify myself as like dating now, but I finally feel like I have opened the door to mm-hmm. like exploring what that would look like and um, I've hung out with a friend. I don't know what, what you would call people in those situations. <laughs> a friend that, that you know, you buddy. put your face on their face. Oh gosh. Just, just a little bit. Um, but yeah, just a little bit anyways. Uh, but no, it's like, it's so, it's so interesting because it's like, I obviously like, it's so interesting to like someone, but it's still be in like, but still not know anything that's happening. Yeah. There's a lot of unknowns. Exactly. And I think, and even outside this person that I'm particularly thinking of, like even the other day, like just the thought of like opening up to someone, Mm -hmm. like I think every girl, not every girl, because there are a lot of people who aren't, that's a very broad statement, but Mm -hmm. it's so easy to be like, oh gosh, I want to be in a relationship. Like how Mm -hmm. amazing is this? Blah, 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 blah. But then I started like thinking about it the other day and I was like, I'm supposed to open up to someone. Mm-hmm. And that thought <laughs> alone, I was like, I don't like, know. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> think, think I could probably hold off for another five years. I think we're good on that. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's such a, yeah. and it doesn't matter what faith or mm-hmm. anything you have. I mean, it just, the thought of truly opening yourself up and your hopes up yes. to someone or the thought of a future or, cause I think mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you else are like that out there, but I am like such a dreamer and mm-hmm. I'm a romantic. Yeah. So, you know, I meet someone all of a sudden I'm like thinking like, you know, way, way too far down the line. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be doing that, but I do. That's what where you and I started talking about. It's yeah. like, where's that line of letting ourselves enjoy the moment and be hopeful, but also set like real expectations with ourselves. 
Yeah. And that's, I mean, I feel like that's the hard part about it because you get excited and yeah. you start to feel the feelings and you're like, oh, this is really great. I haven't felt this in a while. Yeah. Um, but then immediately I feel like you're kind of uh, flooded with these images of what a future would look like and where things could go. And yeah. all of that, I think, at least for me, creates a lot of anxiety Same. of like, whoa, need to like back up a second. Makes me run the other direction. I'm a skittish deer. Mm-hmm. I'm a skittish deer. <laughs> I will bolt. <laughs> Skittish deer. Um, but that again, when, when you're pulling yourself back like that, I I don't necessarily think that that's even a healthy way to protect yourself. It's often what we associate protecting ourselves to look like. Right. But I think kind of how you were hinting towards, um, you know, your own kind of inner dialogue that protecting yourself can also just kind of be like giving yourself a reality check. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, you know, if you're a dreamer, be that, but also give yourself a second to have a reality check because mm-hmm. I think when we actually start to feel really heartbroken or when you start dating someone and then start to realize like you're starting to feel feelings, you don't right. know where this will go, um, and then say it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. then it hurts so much more because you've already projected right. these images and this fantasy and this romance. When, so you're letting go of a fantasy as well. Yeah. Which is, and then it's like, that's not even reality. Yeah. And, but, is, but you still also then have to create space to grieve that because yeah. it was real in your head totally. and you felt it. Um, and that's what's, it, it's all so bizarre. Um, mm-hmm. But I think for me, at least like in my dating, it's, really important to like establish boundaries for myself yeah. and understand when someone has earned the right and has yeah. earned the trust for me to be vulnerable in certain ways. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I feel think, that. I think we should talk about sex. Yeah. Um, if you're comfortable talking about that. We because can. your beliefs on sex, you're still kind of like figuring it out, you yeah. know? And I think, I think we're, even someone who's not involved in faith and even someone yeah. who's had the same sex beliefs their whole life like me, yeah. I still, when I get into a new dating situation, am always like going over like, okay, what would sex mean in this situation? What yeah. would that look like? What totally. is that? Where am I then putting myself in this relationship? Right. Um, it's like, well, and I think, I mean, I, I feel like outside of outside of my faith because with my like obviously it's not for me there's no outside Mm -hmm. of my faith but even just thinking about like this topic in a general statement before I even had found my faith even just like the three and a half four years ago like Mm -hmm. I would I already knew I was in a space where like I wasn't even wanting to approach that subject with any guy because I was not in a place where I was like I just didn't want to do it with just anyone anymore. Yeah. It was like, to me, it was like, I need an intellectual connection with someone mm-hmm. and I want, and I want there to be genuine trust there Yeah, because I think for we as women, we can say, oh, like sex is just sex and mm-hmm. like, like that's all it can be to us. But I feel like for me personally, for a lot of friends that I know, we can tell ourselves that all day, but I, there is some level of attachment that we get mm-hmm. when we go there and I mean, even before you go there, yeah, before you go there. Well, and so that's where I, even where I feel like I'm at right now, like I'm already like, just like excited and Mm -hmm. like, and so it's like, why would I just like, it's going back to guarding my heart. Like Mm -hmm. for me, I'm like, I need to guard my heart. And like, I mean, with my faith, like I obviously like, that's not something that I want to endeavor on right now, but like that's, but that's still even, 
I don't know. It's just like, I, what am I doing to set myself up for success Mm -hmm. in, in any retrospect, whether that's sex or like my heart being like guarded, but at the same time, like letting myself feel happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Honestly, dating can be like so difficult and so hard. Um, and we actually have a new sponsor today and it's a rea- it's a relationship counseling app called Lasting and they help couples get their relationship back on track and build a lasting connection. Get it? Um, but yeah, when I think back to like my last relationship and things just kind of felt stuck and didn't really feel like anything was clicking anymore, like this would have been an amazing app to use in that relationship. Like every relationship takes work and that's not something that any of us should be ashamed of. Like we all get to the point in our relationships when we realize that like we want something to change. And thankfully this app lasting actually helps bring clarity to your relationship because they actually bring in science and research. They use like 126 longitudinal marriage studies. So um, they help you to talk about things that you don't know how to talk about. Um, You know, like how do you share uh, that you want your sex life to be better that you don't feel fulfilled, um, you know, like there's those kind of hard topics uh, that it helps that be easier to talk about. Um, and it also fits with like your actual busy schedule. You know, we're talking about like how difficult timing can be and and just setting aside the time for that. Um, but with lasting, it only takes about five minutes to complete a session. And if you're long distance, which would have been great for me, um, you can actually compare your session with your partner anytime via the app. So it's um, really great for long distance. And it's also free to download. So you guys should go to the iTunes store and download the lasting app to take the free relationship health assessment. And let's talk about it. Listeners can unlock the entire app and get your first month of lasting premium for just 99 cents by visiting getlasting.com slash Taylor and using the offer code Taylor. Again, you can always download the app for free, but you must visit getlastingcom slash Taylor and use the offer code during checkouts, get your first month for just 99 cents. So thank you, Lasting, for making these conversations in our dating to be just a little bit easier because it can be really difficult sometimes. I, I posted um, on Monday a story that said, allow, allow yourself to embrace the butterflies. Yeah, and that's hard. I was having a moment where I was like... Did you get some butterflies, Tay-Tay? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, tell us about this moment. <laughs> I, had, I had a moment where like, I felt yeah. like the butterflies. I felt like, <laughs> you yeah. know, like no, doing it, like, the little dance. Oh, I know. And was like immediately, and this is something Brene Brown talks about a lot in um, Daring Greatly. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenal book. Talks about all the vulnerability armors that we uh, use to try to protect ourselves from being right. vulnerable. Um, but... <laughs> immediately I was feeling that giddiness. I was feeling the butterflies. And then immediately it was like, okay, but you know, this cannot work out at all. Like maybe, maybe actually, no, I don't think I actually Actually, like this person at all. Like, actually, no, I I hate that about him. (laughs) I for sure hate that about him. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta go. And, and where it's like, even, even with like an idea of like something business related too, Mm -hmm. like I'll feel like super giddy, you know, and like get butterflies and be like so excited about this. Um, but then immediately I'm like, you know, hit with those feelings and those thoughts of like, okay, but you know, actually that would probably fail. People actually probably wouldn't be interested in that at all. And it's like the most pessimistic, dark way to reality check yourself that 
Right? Isn't even actually reality. So sad. It's just trying to protect yourself from that potential letdown. Which I think goes back really well to what we were talking about earlier. Like, even for me, I think the best way that I could possibly protect myself but also allow mm-hmm. myself to feel is literally not let myself daydream. And not mm-hmm. in a bad way, but, like, let myself feel the feelings but also mm-hmm. just like keep myself in check like i need i personally need to be present every day and yeah. take it take things literally one day at a time and not mm-hmm. like and just accept it for what it is you mm-hmm. know like especially if like anyone's getting to know anyone out there like yeah. why put all of this pressure on something that you don't even so it's just like i mean we all want that thing so it's mm-hmm. hard to not have pressure but I personally think for me in this situation, like I'm going to have to take it a day at a time. Like, I don't know what else I would do to guard my heart. Mm -hmm. Like what, what would you do? I think I also do take it day by day. And I think I try to make sure I'm not like closing myself, Mm -hmm. um, to all the possibilities. Mm -hmm. So with, with reality checking myself to not, be daydreaming or romanticizing a connection. Yeah. I'll make sure that I'm staying open to like, you know, talking to the cute guy on the monorail or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, Making sure that I do take it day by day and that I don't expect like when I wake up, I'm not expecting a morning text. Yeah. Oh my Um, gosh. That's so real. Yeah. Like I think... Also, just having an understanding that, like, unless those conversations have been had yet, like, neither one of us owe anything to each other. Mm -hmm. And that, um, for me, it's super important to keep in check, like, the pressure aspect. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's a whole other layer of that for me Mm -hmm. um, since my last relationship. But I think we do all put so much pressure on ourselves. Like, Like, even with hearing you share with me your excitement about liking someone mm-hmm. that that there's like an inherent kind of pressure on that of like what, what this could next? be and what do I how do I keep this going forward kind of thing yeah. you know I feel like that's the hardest thing because it's like not only do we tell ourselves ne- what's next but then like mm-hmm. even our friends but we are we as friends cannot help but want to know mm-hmm. so what next and so it's like we're all geared to think future, Mm -hmm. which is really hard in the scenario because I feel like for me and probably for a lot of people out there, the best outcome is going to come from staying present. Yeah. And so to wrangle in my wild dreams Mm -hmm. and be like, okay. And like also not worry about things that are like, not even that it's it's a dream, but like maybe something that I feel like is a worry, like let myself explore that Mm -hmm. topic. Like, does this actually bug me? Like, why don't I hang out with this person again? And like, why don't I actually feel it out instead of making such quick judgments? Because I can sit at my home after I hang out with someone and ask myself a million questions, but I'm wasting my own time. I'm wasting my headspace. Yeah. When in reality, I should just acknowledge like, okay, yeah, like this is something that I like want. This is a check that I mm-hmm. need to come back to, but why don't I feel it out? And like, but that's the part about being mature. Like you mm-hmm. have to know, like, I hate saying red flag because that sounds super like, dramatic but Mm -hmm. a red flag and then hanging out with that person again and if you still have that red flag you need to have some gusto and be like all right this is not good for me and I need Mm -hmm. to cut off whatever but then there's also the thing like we 
do make judgments on people. And mm-hmm. I don't want to make a judgment on someone about something. And so why don't I actually give them an opportunity, A, either to prove me wrong, mm-hmm. like action-wise, or yeah. B, verbally, even just asking them, like yeah. being upfront and asking. And so instead of like going down this giant rabbit trail of like, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, why don't I just go explore it? Well, and I think all of this kind of goes to the fact that you're in a place right now where you're interested in someone that you would typically be interested in while at the same time you have someone who is all the things you think you should be interested in right? and you're not. Yeah, so there's another character. Maybe that's the right <laughs> word. There's another character out there. But I think I think that again that's like the pressure yeah. on yourself of like who you should be dating and like yes. seeing yourself as like I am a 30-year-old woman. I am a mature adult. Like I need these to be are looking things. for mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. And this guy, you guys, I'm telling you, he's literally remarkable. Mm-hmm. Like he is such a remarkable human being. And it's so funny because it's like I'm like, why would I not be interested? Mm-hmm. Like, what is wrong with me? And I'm like, and then I go back to, am I not giving this guy a chance? Like, I should hang out with him again. Like, because we can't all be our best selves on yeah. day one or like in passing. Like, yeah. that's, that's not That's why possible. there's like the three date rule. You yes, give someone three which dates. I never give. I'm, <laughs> I'm a jerk. Like, my second date ratio is so low. It's ridiculous. <laughs> So okay, but, so that's why I play into this thing, and I'm like, this poor guy is just like mm-hmm. trying to open up. He like I could tell he genuinely is like this authentic, nice person who actually thinks that I'm great. And I'm but like, he also hasn't really gotten a chance to really get to know you, and it's just true. kind of off the bat being like, you're so amazing. Which um, yeah, which, which to me is a little bit of a red red flag. Yeah, and so and, and that's the that's the crazy thing is because like I feel like he is so yeah that's a great topic even I'm mean, just like someone like being so forward so fast like is there a solid enough foundation yeah. for you to be saying those things to me yeah. like is it justified let's reality check it yeah and yeah. like while I think that your intentions are right but your words are really big and they're mm-hmm. really dramatic and then yeah. again I'm skittish here and yeah. as the situation played out. I ran. <laughs> so you you mentioned earlier about um, you know knowing that the trust is there to mm. move forward with having more attachment and with being a skittish yeah. deer. Um, how do you then know that the trust has been established for you to feel confident mm-hmm. or comfortable, like moving forward with someone? I think so. I think for me, it's like. I need to be in a rational place when I'm understanding this trust Mm -hmm. situation because I feel like it's one thing to be in a situation and I'm caught up emotionally and I'm like, yes, let's go. (laughs) Like, you know, now we're talking about sex, (laughs) right? You know what I mean? And then, so there's like one and like, yes, I want to give this person all my trust in the world, but like, Mm -hmm. that's not my clear headed thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your vagina thinking a hundred percent. And so I, for me, I have to like wrinkle it back and be like, I think for me personally in this situation or any other dating situation that I find myself in in the future with whoever, I need to let myself actually get to know this person. And I feel like with exhibit character B, I feel like I, like we weren't friends. Mm -hmm. It, It like, and I need like that substantial ground to yeah. truly like build a trust. And like, I am not going to trust my feelings in this situation to guide me 
through mm-hmm. this situation. Like there's a lot of times where like I'm so for I'm feeling my feelings and it's okay for me to feel my feelings, but I also need to know that my feelings aren't always truth. Yeah. Like sometimes like they will misguide me. And mm-hmm. like, I think that's the part about being an adult is being able to understand and decipher our yeah. own feelings and know when, all right, I need to slow my roll. I need mm-hmm. to take a few breaths. And if I take a few breaths, will I still feel the same way? Because mm-hmm. again, it's okay to feel my feelings, yeah. but I want to make sure that they're actually how I'm feeling. Yeah. And it's not the moment that and I'm you're feeling. you're not just reacting upon reacting upon reacting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like with whoever I decide to date, wherever moving forward I feel like for me like I need to put myself in a rational mindset and maybe that looks like coffee dates maybe that looks like daytime dates like maybe that like I don't hang out with someone after 11 o'clock because what good thing happens after (laughs) 11 o'clock you know I just nothing so I love that you just brought up the daytime dates because since we're talking a little bit more about dating this episode um Mm -hmm. One area that Kit and I talk about a lot where like I feel like I've made a lot of growth in the last like four or five years. Um, I used to have all of these rules around even just a first kiss happening. Wow. Where if he didn't check X, Y, and Z, then he yeah, doesn't get a kiss. There was a whole it was like, you know, we had like typically first date is nighttime, so like right. no kiss. But like a kiss would be able to happen once, like, we had had several daytime dates, like, mm-hmm. once I had seen his place and he had seen my place. Like, right. It was, it, there were really a lot of barriers, and all of that was just me trying to protect myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I wasn't having to be vulnerable um, mm-hmm. before I thought I would have confirmation of trust and security and safety and comfort right. when really no one can guarantee those things to you. No. Even if someone verbally, you know, says, says they like that, you and they're in it. That could change at any moment. Mm-hmm. You can't, even that, like you have to make that decision for yourself and be comfortable and confident in going into that regardless of what the outcome could be. Right. So like, then I kind of had to move from like, you know, it's okay that I have this first kiss before I've had a daytime date, right. you know? And to me it was like, well, what does this say about me? How do I feel about myself if mm-hmm. I do this? And a lot of it at first was like feeling really shameful and feeling like, you know, oh, I gave it away so easy. Um, He's and never going to call you back now. It's yeah, like so right? stupid that we do that to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And just all this pressure that I was then putting on myself to present myself in a certain way, even though it didn't actually, um, wasn't actually in alignment with what I truly wanted and the kind of connection I really actually wanted. Yeah. Um, because when when you're so in your head about closing yourself off and not letting someone else see you, yeah. you're not really being present and the connection that you're developing 100%. isn't really authentic to who you are. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I've came a long way in the last five years. That's to, amazing from, though. From the daytime date rule. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think, I think that's what we also, that brings up such a good point, the fact that it's okay for us to give ourselves guidelines. Mm-hmm. And and I, we need to recognize that it's strictly a guideline mm-hmm. because every relationship, every bond between someone is going to be different. Mm-hmm. And I think being able to know ourselves well enough to be like, okay, these are what I would normally yeah. like would want. Mm-hmm. But also there are going to be situations where like you are going to meet someone mm-hmm. and you are just automatically going to connect and it's real. And, and just because it has skipped B and C mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's not real. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. And so... This is a little personal. Get um, it, girl. Tell us the goods. 
<laughs> so I don't know if, if you can relate to this and you guys listening, please tell me if you relate to this, where before you even go on a date with someone, you'll already put those boundaries up in your head. Like before I leave mm-hmm. for a date with someone, I will already project out there like, <laughs> nah, it's it's a friend zone date or like, nah, it's, you know, yeah. I'll kiss him, but this isn't going to happen and this isn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, my trip to Toronto, I was like, yeah, like something's going to happen, but like other things are not going to happen. Yeah. Like I'm not going to go there. But then yeah. when you're actually there and if you really allow yourself to be present, like for me, it was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm really present and this is, I want to do this. Yeah. Like let yourself embrace the butterflies. Right. Let yourself be in the moment and like, because mm-hmm. that, that moment's going to pass. And then right. like you're going to look back and be like, well this was really what I wanted to happen and I was mm-hmm. too scared to because then I thought maybe I'd get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we put these boundaries on ourselves like to be like, oh yeah, no, going into this date, like this is definitely going to be this kind of a date. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. why don't you chill out, girl, and give yourself a chance to see what it is actually like. Yeah, again, be present and let yourself experience the actual yeah. moment and just like be there. Yeah. What a trip. Dating is terrifying, but amazing, but so terrifying. Like, I haven't felt so great in so long, but at the same time, I'm also like... Now that you're feeling great, you're like... But now I'm like, oh God, I could crash and burn real bad. Mm -hmm. But that's... And that's that's why this whole conversation started, because being able to be vulnerable is like such a trip. Yeah. I... It's like one of the hardest things for me to do, I think, especially because there's so much in my life that I've got going on. I'm like, really? Am I going to like open up another can of worms right now. And I feel like anyone could say that, you know, like we all have our jobs, we have our families and like friends that we're all managing our social calendars, like all of these things. And it's like, dang, like the last thing I need right now is to open my heart up to a guy so he can throw it on the ground and stomp on it. (laughs) Like, I don't need that right now. Yeah. But then I guess that also something I've even just thinking about on the spot is like, I need to then be communicative about with every single person I talk to, because ultimately we do, we do help people know how to talk to us Mm -hmm. and treat us. And so if I'm allowing said person to not talk to me for X amount of like days or whatever, and then come back around and be like, Hey girl, let's hang out. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, okay, let's go. And I'm like, what am I telling him is okay. I'm now telling him it's okay that he can disappear for a week and Mm -hmm. a half at a time and then talk to me. Yeah. And like, that's something I learned through another ex of mine. And just like, because I don't think that it's not that he didn't care about me, but I helped set up really bad yeah. patterns in our relationship. Hmm. And so I think even in dating, I'm like, okay, whatever I guy I end up dating needs to know that I am going to be super communicative mm-hmm. and that's for my own protection. Yeah. And if that scares you, then I'm sorry, you got to go. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, bye-bye. I don't have time for you. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think that's so important Yeah, because again, how you treat yourself is how you're going to allow other people to treat you. Yeah, And I think developing those boundaries and, and communicating that is a way to protect yourself, but you're not closing. Yeah. And I'm just saying, Hey, this is where I'm mm-hmm. at. And this is what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And I think also giving people an opportunity then to be like, Hey, this is like what I've felt. Mm-hmm. And being like, what, like, what do you, what's act, what's actually going on in your headspace? Because yeah. what I'm seeing could be completely wrong or different mm-hmm. in their head. You know yeah. what I mean? And also, I do think, especially in the day that we live in with texting, 
it's so important to communicate because I think people assume that they're communicating by having day long conversations. And I'm like, you are not saying anything. And also like, what's his tone? What's your tone? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you're like pondering like, oh my gosh, like he like didn't like email or text me today. And like his text was short. No girlfriend. He just had a long day. Mm -hmm. He's tired. Maybe pick up the phone and call him and have a, have a two minute conversation Mm -hmm. that is way more fulfilling than your empty long day conversation. Preach, girl. Yeah, I just, I'm not a fan of the all day text. I cannot, but that's, I'm also different than other people. And, but it's just communication. Yeah. And effective communication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, what has to make that, you know, I, I try to balance like talking about things in a general sense and then like being personal. Um, right. And like, being specific and giving examples. Mm-hmm. So for you with like the communication right. via technology, like can you give an example of that? Or like how that's worked in this current thing where you're feeling butterflies and excited? Mm, he, the person I'm thinking of right now is also not a texter. Mm-hmm. And so while I would like to assume that his short text messages are irritating... <laughs> I wish you guys could see the look on her face when she says that. I also just have to remember, he's like not a texter and like, that's okay. Cause I'm not a texter either. And yeah. like, that's something that we've like, have even mm-hmm. talked about. And so the fact that I know that mm-hmm. I need to regulate my emotions and be like, yeah. oh, he like only sent me some like crappy text back and that didn't fulfill me. And I'm like, no, he just doesn't like to text Morgan. Chill out. You know yeah. what I mean? Reality checking yourself. Yeah. yeah. And even in character B, like his texting where it was the opposite and it was like a lot a of communication lot of and I was also like tell me that in person mm-hmm. you know like there's just some things that need to be said yeah in person yeah but anyways that's it's a very interesting hmm. era for us to date in it texting is. and dating apps yeah and I don't think this is anything I've never really talked about on the pod before like dating in this specific of a way um but yeah, I think that that the communication with technology makes things much different than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, There's all this deciphering. We have to decipher because yeah. we're not having real conversations. We're mm-hmm. having to decipher. And then we go back to the what if questions and what mm-hmm. did this mean? And then you go to your girlfriends and you get five different opinions from five different girls on like, what do you think that this meant? Mm-hmm. And then you're wasting three hours of your day that you could be doing something productive to make yourself yeah. feel good. And instead you sat there and worried about, okay. Yeah, which I get, ladies. That is, I, that I worried about. Okay, and if someone, I, I get it. The one word text really pisses me off too. But like, I also get it. Like sometimes people are busy. What if homeboy is in a business meeting, taking care of business, and he can only fit out an okay? So I don't know. Like, let's not like for those of you guys listening. Um, <laughs> maybe give a little bit of context to the okay when you send it. Um, yeah. But also ladies. ladies listening. Yeah. Um, reality check it. Yeah. Just, just calm down. Yeah. And also, yeah, just like assess, assess how we are actually talking to someone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and I think that like ebbs and flows, like a yeah. few months ago, it's, it's hard. It's been a very long time since I've had like a texting conversation with someone that's right. like, been substantial um Mm -hmm. and like a few months ago i had that with someone and it was 
so weird because we were up yeah. till like 2 a.m. just texting each other back and forth. Like, and it was like good. It was flirty. It was witty. It was right. like, it was fun. And it like felt really weird. Um, and we There's had like a specific style to mm-hmm. like texting yeah. and flirting. But then being coy, not giving all your cards yes. away, but giving emoji, enough away. No yeah, the emojis. emojis. Yeah. Do I do the kiss face emoji? Yeah. Do I do the heart eye emoji? No, that's way too much. And you know what was weird actually was we never used any emojis. Oh, I'm Actually. such an emoji queen. And then I was like, do I use emoji? Does he not like emoji? Does he know how to use emoji? See, um, these are the deciphered <laughs> questions that I'm talking about. Like, why are we, why are we wasting yeah. so much time? That's so but, funny. But I think to give space to like letting it go wherever it goes. Like right. with that person, we went on one date and it was a great, wonderful date. Um, and then I was gone. And then he was gone and now it's been like two months have gone by and like there've been small things of communication here Mm -hmm. and there and, um, you know, allowing space to just understand where both people are at, I think helps reduce some of that like anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, and now I have a day with him on Monday. (laughs) Hey, oh, not um, say la vie hello it's like bonjour <laughs> we wait out. dang well that's cool yeah um but to not get more into that because now Cause i'm that's anxious a rebel. um but <laughs> i think the other point that you had brought up that um that i think is a really interesting topic for like to think about and process is like liking who you think you shouldn't like yeah um and putting yourself in that kind of a box of like this is the kind of person that you should go for, but like, right. why is that so? I know. And it's funny because I feel like I was having this conversation with another girlfriend last night or yesterday afternoon while you're grabbing coffee and she and I were talking about like boxes and I was like, I'm putting people into boxes. And yeah. she's like, no, you're putting yourself into a box. That was me. Oh, was that you? <laughs> we that, was you. that was right after I got back and it was before you went on the date. And I was oh, like, that was girl, you. you're putting yourself in a box. And yeah. you were like, oh, yeah. You're right. That was you, not my friend Annie. <laughs> Annie, if you're out there, I love you. I mean, uh, Annie might have said it too, but I definitely said that I'm pretty sure Annie too. probably did give me the same advice. She's super wise. Um, but no, but seriously, like that was such a good point. Like that mm-hmm. was such a good point. I was like, holy cow, like I am actually putting myself in a box. And I think I like my whole, my faith community, we've been going through this series of talking about like, let it go. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's been so interesting because I really am having to like, let go of like what my expectations looked like in regards to like finding someone that I wanted to date. Yeah. Because while I, I do think it's amazing to like have these giant expectations and hopes for like what like guys can, yeah. Maybe not expectations, standards. but standards. That's a better word for sure. And to have standards around like, okay, what is this guy going to be like? How is he going to treat me? How, you know, is he going to be established like mm-hmm. personally? And like, I need, like, I am such an independent person and I am strong and I'm bold and I like, I can like take care of myself. But I also have thought for a very long time, like, man, I just, I also want someone else who can like lead me in certain areas mm-hmm. because it's like, yeah. I do want to know that like you could lead if yeah. I didn't, if I felt like taking a back seat, putting my feet up, reading a book, I don't know, like take the role, babe, go. I yeah. like, but I also am like, who knows what, maybe we'll be equal. Maybe I'll be the, like the, mm-hmm. like I don't think I, Lord, please don't let me be like the, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to have to like lead all the time. <laughs> you don't want all that responsibility. If I have it's to tell you what to do every five seconds, it's not going to work, but yeah. So anyways, but back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. like 
I need, I think for me, I need to go off of like the connection yeah. and the and comfortability. Mm-hmm. And because I think that's the two biggest differences in the two, two friends that I hung out with. I hate, I don't even know what to call them. I'm so out of the dating scene. Um, potential suitors. Potential suitors. Just, yeah. Characters. Well, two <laughs> characters. It sounds like characters. I'm talking like about a book. Like, <laughs> so there was this one character. No, um, I think one I had a great time with mm-hmm. and I left being like, wow, impressive. And the other one I was like, before we even really left the parking lot, like there was already an instant ease of conversation. Yeah. And I do think that we as humans just naturally flow with some people better. Yeah. There's totally like an intangible like chemistry that happens. And I mean, I have found myself even recently feeling that with someone where I'm like, you know, I don't think I would typically be interested in you. Um, But we have a lot of things in common and the ease is totally there. Like the comfort is... Comfort's real. But, and then, so I think what to counteract that in my head, I was like, okay, well, what if like, I just need to give him a chance though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think that's the hard part for me is cause I'm like, obviously like I'm not a pro in dating. Like I've dated, yeah. but like, I'm not a pro and I'm not, I know there's women I don't out think there. Anyone's a pro. That's true. But I think there are women who are older than us mm-hmm. who've been down the line and who can probably say that they've had very successful relationships because they gave character B a chance yeah. and he ended up proving to be someone that even though mm-hmm. like it took more time for them to open up and get to that intellectual level, yeah. like once they did. So do you think you would still give character B a th- the three date role? You only had one date. I did only one. I don't even have a three date role. I should give myself that. I think... I think if I got, if I continue to get to know B and we can actually develop a friendship, I think if I could understand there coming a point where maybe he or I, or both of us came to Mm -hmm. an understanding like, Hey, we should actually go on a date. But, but you're also with character A, not like waiting to like develop that. Well, cause I've already, well, even with A, I feel like because of the kind of ease of the conversation we had, it led to more in-depth conversations Mm -hmm. that weren't just like, this is what I do. This is my house. This is where I've been. Do you like your job? Because if I have to have another, do you like your job conversation? Like, shoot me now, put me out to pasture. I just can't, you know, there's nothing worse. I think that's the hardest part about first, like first dates. And in the dating Mm -hmm. world right now, it's like, how many times am I going to have this conversation? What do you do for work? How long have you been there? How do you like it? Oh, what would you rather be doing? I just like, Oh God. That's why one of the best, I forget. Um, it was, a. I can't remember what it was, but, um, there was like a study done, um, where about, about dating and, um, it's really recommended that like first dates, you do something different. Like you don't just go out for coffee. You don't just go out for drinks or dinner. Like you go out and you do something together. You have a new, a new experience together. Um, because then you're not having those exhausting conversations, which is mentally wearing, especially like if you have been in the dating scene for like a handful of, even after a month, I, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, it's just too much. Like the the date that I was just talking about that I had a few months ago, where it was like we only had one date. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have like the typical like we went to Citizen in mm-hmm. Queen Anne, which is a fantastic place if you haven't. Yeah, been. wonderful little cafe. Shout Love out. It. Love you, Citizen. Um, and then just like walked around Queen Anne and went up to Cary Park and then walked over to Marshall Park and then 
walked back down. So it was just kind of like a walking through the neighborhood date with a lunch at Citizen, which I guess would kind of be a little bit more of like a typical first date, but like the conversation allowed for a lot more than just like the, so what do you do for work? What do you like to do? Blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those are the dates that like actually leave you feeling like really excited and yeah. like nice. Yeah. And like, Ugh, the butterflies are so uncomfortable, well, but they're it, fun. Yeah, well, and I think it just goes back to like that's why we date people because it's mm-hmm. uplifting to our spirit and it's fun. We love feeling connected. Yeah, we love feeling connected, and I think going back to that, we are in an age where we are constantly having full schedules. Yeah, and so if I'm going to give up time in that schedule, mm-hmm. it better be for a really good reason. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to have fun with someone. Like, if I have to work at this, mm-hmm. like constantly be working to be like okay what are we talking about like do it like and you know what like i think this was right after this date i don't remember if i talked to you or someone else about this where i was like uh i'm in like the season of no like the last two years i've been in yes 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 to everything Mm -hmm. um and i'm in the season of no because i feel like i had been on so many dates where they were dates that i didn't want to be dates they were dates where i was like okay this is a friend mm-hmm. zone this is a friend zone this is a friend zone or like i'm not interested or like you don't get me or like yeah. you just think i'm this person from tv so like this is uncomfortable like mm-hmm. it, it and all of them i i kind of did have a gut feeling going into it that like right. i wasn't excited for it i was just kind of like oh, yeah this person wants to hang out so like I want to say yes and give it the opportunity and not just like write it off. But also like then I had this date with this other person and left that date so different. Yeah. Like I was, A, I was excited for the date. I was like nervous. I was like kind of awkward on it too. I um, love that so much. And afterwards I felt so good. Yeah. And I, like after that moment, I was like, this is what this is supposed to feel like. Yeah. I am in the season of no and saying no to things that like, are not going to actually serve me or help me feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And like managing your time in that way to say like, this person is going to fill me in my time Mm -hmm. and I'm going to feel like productive with my time. I'm going to feel like my time was respected and like, you know, I'm not leaving this interaction feeling drained. Like that's so important to me where the last few months since that date, I have definitely been more selective in terms of like, no, I'm not just going to say yes just because you want to go get lunch. Like, that's great yeah. that you want that. And, like, I don't want to be mean. And that's oh, something that, – that's a whole yeah. other topic of, like, especially as women yeah. not wanting to come across as mean or making mm-hmm. a man feel rejected and how right. that could turn out. But um, but all is fair in love and dating. And so yeah. we we get to learn to say no. Mm-hmm. And it's also such an interesting process because what I feel like I actually even heard in all of that is like understanding my value and the value of yes. my time and my worth and like knowing mm-hmm. like what things are good for me. Because I think especially like with where we're at, like, yeah, I could do a multitude of things, but do they actually serve me? And mm-hmm. being like-minded individuals and how we are both wanting to like seek personal growth and personal happiness yeah. equally then like, what am I doing in my life that reflects Mm -hmm. that? Because I think I I could spend, I'm not bashing, like binging on like Netflix or Hulu or anything, because I obviously love my, of our shows, but like there can be a crossing point where you're like, Mm -hmm. am am I actually filling my time properly? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, I don't know there, you could say that with a multitude of Mm -hmm. things like hobbies, things that like, if we're doing things in our life out of routine versus actual genuine satisfaction, 
then that's like a whole nother combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Time. Time. It is time, isn't it? Oh my gosh. How long have we been talking? <laughs> time. Dang. All right. Well, it is time. All right. Here we are. Yeah. Um, and the, the last thing I want to say just in terms of like tying together, yeah. um, you know, our, our time and, uh, protecting our heart versus like closing our hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I think what's always so interesting is you really only notice the urge to close and protect when you actually feel that, that happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. At least when I think about like dates, you know, like if I'm on a date with someone where I'm not super vibing it, I'm so, I'm so much more open. Yeah. And cause I'm just like the, the risk is, is, le- is less. Minimal. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't put a lot of weight on that risk. Whereas when it's someone I really like um, and I feel like a good connection, then it's like, okay, let's reality check and process and walk through protecting myself and having mm-hmm. boundaries, but also staying open and um, being open to that risk. Uh, Cause otherwise you won't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just something to, to think about. Well, and I think something, I don't know if you said this in this part, but when we were talking earlier, talking about how like, where is like me being open and my heart being open versus like me being open about like our future. And so it's mm-hmm. like, where's the closed offness actually coming from? Like, can I still be open with my heart, but not anyways, it's just, we get to talk about this for hours. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think a good, a good yeah. thing to remember is just like to reality check yourself in, yeah. in it and try to resist the urge to close when you feel like you want to protect yourself. Communicate. Yeah. Just like communicate with whoever and don't be scared to communicate because I think so often Mm -hmm. we reel back because we're scared if we communicate, it'll scare them off. But hey, if it scares them off, then that means they're not actually going to meet your expectations. And it, it honestly, it just, it, something like I've been thinking about lately is in terms of how I want to present myself is to just be unapologetically me. And so good. for the last like two and a half years, I definitely have been very apologetically me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, where the the times where I actually have like the most connection and even the times where I get feedback of like being the most um, desired is when I am unapologetically me. Right. And it's attractive when anyone is themselves like that much themselves. Yeah. So I hope, I hope you guys can can reflect on that a little bit. I think it's something I'm definitely going to reflect on a lot yeah. going into the rest of the week and the weekend now. Um, Such good food for to, thought. How to be unapologetically you and uh, reality oh, check the fantasy thinking and the projection of the future um, oh, and goodness. protecting your heart in terms of communication and establishing boundaries um, and reality checking that. So um, I'm so glad we recorded this conversation, this Same. impromptu conversation. <laughs> dang what a good combo yes um you guys remember where to find morgan she is also Mm -hmm. on instagram i tag her all the time Mm -hmm. um and yeah thanks for tuning in and and joining us on this uh conversation (laughs) i know enjoy (laughs) yes um feel free to send a email for topic suggestions at ask.letstalkaboutit at gmail.com and please continue leaving uh itunes reviews and ratings uh love getting feedback from you guys on there and thanks so much again for listening and i hope that you guys are feeling wonderful but also allowing yourselves to feel all the feelings I'll talk to you next time.
podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Shop weekly sales and get personalized coupons to get the most value out of every trip, every time, whether you shop in-store or online. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 